Greetings, my name is Dave. And I'm Stacy. Welcome to the Plants Change My Life podcast. We are a husband and wife team living in Houston, arguably the barbecue capital of Texas, who share a passion for good food and holistic wellness. We are on a mission to inspire people to live their best lives through healthy food choices, one meal at a time. Every individual making these choices today will help create a legacy of good health and wellness for the next generation. In this podcast, you'll hear stories from people who have experienced awesome changes with the plant-based lifestyle. Today, we're talking to a man who lost 150 pounds and gained so much energy, he completed a marathon with only three months of training. He says it happened after he began eating as if he loved to live. Grab your tea and take a seat. Here's his story. Marlon Risen, founder of PlantBaseG.life and author of the Quarantine 15 Cookbook. He's a passionate advocate for wellness and putting a new face on veganism so that people in all communities are open to the lifestyle. He's driven by firsthand knowledge of the power of a plant-based lifestyle. We're so excited to have him here to talk about all this and more. Thank you for joining us, Marlon. Thank you so much, Stacy. I am happy to be here. Thank you, everyone who's tuning in. Let's have some fun today. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited to, to talk to you. Like, you are, of course, one of our kind of people. <laughs> All right, I love so, to hear that. Yes. So let's start by learning a little bit about you, um, okay. where you're from, and, and where you are located now. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm originally from um, South Texas, grew up in Victoria, which is down near the coast. So I was there for a majority of my life and then moved up here to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I guess back in the late 90s, early uh, aughts. And so I've been here for probably about the past 16, 17 years now. Okay, okay. Yes, I'm familiar with the DFW area. I was up there for a little bit. It's probably the only place I've been to, lived in longer, well, long, long term other than Houston. Oh, okay, Um, okay, okay. Yeah, just for a little bit, about five years, I think. I got so, you. I got you. So, so tell us, what is the vegan culture like in the DFW area? Um, it's 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 amazing. You know, I've actually been fortunate. Uh, I'm going on being vegan now. It was three years in July for me. So I've been able to see the transition or I guess kind of transformation that this area um, has gone through. And like I said, it's been amazing. I know Dallas-Fort Worth is ranked as one of the top two or three cities in the United States in terms of vegan food options and vegan culture. But it's changed drastically from what it was whenever I first, um, you know, kind of decided to uh, to head down that path as far as as far as a journey goes. But like I said, it's amazing. The food is incredible here. Tons of options um, and a lot of good people that you can rely on in terms of kind of understanding and, and going through the uh, through the vegan experience uh, and really knowing what you're getting into. So what what is your favorite place to eat there? Um, I'd say my <laughs> favorite place. That's a hard one. That's a, I, I'm thinking because there's a couple of them that come to mind right off the bat, but I'd say probably my favorite at the end of the day has got to be Vegan Food House. Uh, vegan Food House is ridiculous as far as their food options go. I mean, they've got everything from vegan fried shrimp to vegan fried fish to uh, vegan hamburger. I mean, everything is vegan, obviously, but they've got hamburger patties. They've got um, New Orleans-style cuisine. When I tell you the food is ridiculous, it is absolutely ridiculous. But I'd say definitely Vegan Food House has probably got to be my number one here in this area. You know, this is my very first time hearing about that. I've never heard of them before. Yeah, they're yeah. Let me tell you, their food. I mean, it's it's one of those. Um, it's an experience every time you eat it. Let me put it to you like that. I mean, for me, I think every time you sit in front of a plate of food, you sit at a table. It should be one of those things that's memorable, and that's the thing that they have down packed. Every time you eat food from Vegan Food House you're going to remember exactly who, pre- who prepared that food for you. But yes, if you haven't heard of it before, 
I'm telling you, if you're ever in the Dallas area, Vegan Food House will become one of your favorites quickly. That's awesome. I'm putting that on my list. There's a lot of them Please I do. have yet to try. in the Because yes. since I've been there, of course, it's exploded, like in the last yes. few years. And back when I was there, I think Spiral Diner was probably about one of the few options. That oh, yeah, there. it's still here. Yeah, Spiral. In <laughs> fact, it's funny because I actually stay about three or four minutes from Spiral. So, yeah, Spiral's, Spiral's kind of the, the OG. You know what right. I mean? Like whenever, whenever we look at, you know, the tried and true, the OG, you know, Spiral Diner is the OG as far as vegan food goes here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But what's amazing is how many other spots have, have popped up. Um, like another favorite of mine I got to mention is Tiki Loco. Um, they've got tacos, breakfast tacos. I mean, when I tell you they are, oh my gosh, they're incredible. I mean, you whether you're vegan or not, their food mm -hmm. is ridiculous, too. But like I said, I could talk about food options in Dallas for days. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and I can listen to it all day because <laughs> we are we have family there. So we're always traveling through the, the North Texas area. So I'm always okay. looking for new things to try. All so right. let's get let's get back to the very beginning and okay. talk about how what inspired you to switch to a plant based lifestyle. Um, it was interesting because um, I've always been. Um, big into health and working out and just, you know, trying to be cognizant of, um, of what I put in my body. And so I've always been like that ever since I was young, but I guess it was three years ago in July. Um, I was chilling with a friend of mine and, you know, we had some time in the afternoon and, you know, and she was like, Hey, you know, you want to watch something on Netflix? I was like, yeah, cool. So we were flipping through Netflix and what the health popped up. And I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And so I stopped in on that. And so she come back in the room and I was like, yo, you want to watch? She was like, yeah, yeah, it looks pretty cool. So not knowing what it was going to be about, whenever it first started, you know, they were obviously talking about, um, you know, how food can uh, affect your health and your lifestyle. And so I was like, uh oh, it's one of those joints. So this is going to be interesting. <laughs> so anyways, got probably, I'd say halfway through it. I remember pausing it and I looked over at her and I said, you realize our lives have changed, right? And she was like, yo, this is crazy. And so sure enough, just that little bit of information um, that I ended up getting from that, where they were talking about, you know, all of the harmful effects that, you know, animal products have on your body, have on your health. And then specifically for me, when they started speaking to how it was affecting the African-American population how it was, um, you know, adversely affecting people who lived within areas where you had pig farms and things of that nature. Um, it made me say, I can't contribute to this anymore. So in addition to not giving money to the industry, I also said I need to take better care of my body. So, so immediately when I tell you, I remember that day, it was July 3rd. And I'd say that afternoon I went home, cleaned out the refrigerator. And ever since then, haven't looked back and have only eaten plant-based and vegan food. So it's been, you know, hands down the best thing that I've ever done for myself. And, and I know um, a lot of people ask me about, you know, what did it do for me specifically? And I was doing it strictly to be healthier and just to make sure the way that I was living my life was, um, was in accordance with, you know, how I viewed the way that we should all live in terms of, you know, the way our money impacts others, et cetera. So like I said, I was looking at being healthy, thinking about the way that I'm impacting a variety of things. And so obviously, you know, I knew I might lose a little bit of weight. And at the time I was weighing in upwards of, you know, 340, 350 pounds or so. So I knew that, you know, I said, I'll probably lose some weight because I'm going to be eating healthier. And sure enough, you know, I lost some weight. But the funny part was I had no idea that my body was going to respond the way that it did. And I kept losing and kept losing and kept losing. And I remember looking in the mirror like, oh, my gosh, and, and so it's funny, I remember going to the doctor and I was like, hey, man, you know, I've lost, you know, quite a bit of weight changing my lifestyle. Is this cool? And he said, you know what? It's better than cool. What's happening is your body is actually getting to the size that you really should be. So long story short, um, just from the transition alone, I ended up losing around 150 pounds total. So it's been it's been crazy what it's done for me from a health standpoint, from a mental standpoint, from a uh, contribution to the environment standpoint. Um, it's been, like I said, hands down, the biggest and the best thing that I've ever done for myself. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. 150 yeah. pounds. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy because people see me who hadn't seen me in years and they're just, I mean, they're floored. They're like, oh my gosh. The first thing they'll do is they'll look at me and they'll say, I know that I know you, 
but do I know you? And I'm like, you know, you know me. You just don't know me. You just don't know me like this. And so it's it's always mm-hmm. funny with family members and and friends that I've gone to high school with and whatnot. I mean, they're all just flabbergasted, like, oh my gosh. And so they ask me, what was the magic pill? And I tell them the magic pill was eating like I wanted to live. You know, and that's the main thing that I tell people. I said once I started eating, is if I truly wanted to live, my body started to look and act like that. And so that's what it did for me. And and like I said, I feel you know, better than I did when I was, you know, in my 20s. I'm more active than I ever was, mentally sharper than I ever was. So again, like I said, it's been the best thing that I've ever done for me. Wow. I love that. Eat like you want to live. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, because think about it, you know, whenever people sit in front of, you know, stuff that they that they desire to eat, a lot of times it's for that immediate satisfaction that we think we want and we need versus Eat as if we're trying to live not only tomorrow, not only next month, not only next year, but down the road. Eat as if we want to experience our grandkids, our kids, mm. um, you know, all of those things. You know, I want to experience those things the same way I did with my kids when I was in my 20s. I want to run, want to run around with my grandbabies. I want to swim at the beach, you know, with my great grandkids. I want to do all of those things that, unfortunately, None of my grandparents were around to experience because of a lot of those food-related illnesses mm-hmm. that we as Black people tend to suffer a majority of the time. So, so for me, it was big, not only to change the way that I was living for me, but also set an example for my kids, for my grandkids, for other people who are around me and say, hey, it's up to us to be responsible for our health. Health healthcare is not a responsibility of the government. Healthcare has zero to do with insurance or anything like that. Healthcare, first and foremost, has everything to do with how we take care of ourselves, starting with how we treat ourselves mentally and physically. And a lot of that has to do with the foods that we put on our plate and put inside of our body. Yes. Yes. Amen to all that. (laughs) (laughs) So let's let's talk about the food, because I think when it comes down to it, when people let's say somebody's watching Netflix, what the health, and they're just right. like, okay, I need to do something better. But I think I've, I hear a lot of people, they, they have concerns about, okay, what am I actually going to eat? Right. And am I going to be hungry all the time? Right. And am I going to lose too much weight? A lot of people want to lose weight, but some people are like, no, nah, I can't afford to lose any weight. And then I don't, a lot of the men, they don't want to lose muscle. But right. you, you're, you are showing that, I've seen your before and after picture and you have gained, like you've gained muscle absolutely, and you're totally fit. So can you talk about the food part of it? And like, what are you eating? And and you, I know you're a foodie and you know how to cook. Your food is delicious. (laughs) Tell us about the food. Like, can you get into specifics about the food? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, That was one thing I was concerned with early on too. You know, I was like, okay, I'm going to make this transition, but what am I going to eat? You know, what is that going to look like? And so you know, early on, you know, obviously I spent a great deal of time researching what options were out there. You know, I was nervous. Am I going to be eating rabbit food most of the time, lettuce and carrots and whatnot? But, you know, as I did my research, as I kind of broke down, you know, those barriers that we kind of put in front of ourselves, I realized that there are a ton of food options out there for vegans and plant-based people to eat. So first, That was the first thing I figured out and found out was there so much for us to eat that tastes good, that feels good. So so that was the first thing that I was able to accomplish was really understanding what options we have. But then secondly, in speaking to the question you asked as far as people that work out and trying to make sure that you hold on to muscle and whatnot, that was the second thing that I found out was whenever I did my research and truly understood, number one, what is it that our body needs in order to really gain muscle and gain strength? And then two, what additional options do we have that are plant-based and vegan that are high protein choices? The fact that all of that is taken care of on the vegan side was what really excited me. First and foremost, I, I think a lot of us, and I actually used to work in the sports supplement and all of that industry. So I used to be a big believer in you gotta have your protein, you gotta have this, you gotta have that. But once I truly did my research and understood what my body needed, It's more about the nutrients that we need versus some of the other specifics. So with that being said, I said, I'm going to go hard on eating as much fruit, as much raw veggies with the smoothies and all of that, using the plant-based proteins. 
as I did that, and speaking of what you talked about earlier as far as gaining muscle, I actually felt better. I actually had more energy. I actually got stronger while I was weighing less. And so for me, I've actually gotten better versus some of the concerns that people have before they end up making the transition. So first and foremost, food-wise, there are tons of food options that we can eat. When I say if you enjoy hamburgers and you're not vegan, you still have hamburger options. If you enjoy fried food whenever you are not vegan, you still have fried food options. If you enjoy Italian food as a non-vegan, you still have vegan Italian options. Literally everything that you ate before, you can eat a better, healthier version of it on the vegan side. And then in terms of protein and all the things that you need for those who are big on trying to gain as much muscle and strength as possible, you can do that exact same thing in a healthier version while at the same time not harming any animals in the process. So for me, it was definitely a big level up when it came to the quality of food that I ate, but also at the same time thinking about the impact that I'm having on animals by not harming any of them while at the same time looking at how I'm not impacting the environment negatively by looking at the food choices that I make. Yes, yes. So what are, what are some of your like favorite meals? Like if you think about like your a, a typical day, what are some of the things uh -huh. that you're eating? Um, I'd say, you know, I do. And, and as you said, you know, I, I love I love to cook. And for anyone who's ever been on my Instagram page, you'll see food is a is a big thing for me. But I literally eat every comfort food that you can possibly imagine. In fact, I'll tell you like, you know, like tonight, for instance, you know, I'm going to make some butternut squash mac and cheese and I'm going to do some fried mushrooms. You know, that's a big meal for me. I love eating uh, fried cauliflower chicken sandwiches. I love eating uh, ramen with mushrooms. Um, I do a lot of um, like portobello uh, mushroom steak uh, type of meals. Um, last night, I actually made a uh, vegan pot pie that had rice, gravy, greens, mushrooms, and all. I mean, when I tell you literally, I eat everything that's good. I mean, people, it's funny. People will ask me, what do you eat? I say everything that's good. Mm. Literally, everything that's good. I mean, pepperoni pizza, you know, I'll make a vegan pepperoni pizza that's out of this world. So, so truly, when it comes to what do I eat? All of the comfort foods and the things that I enjoyed before, I eat those same things, but I replace them with either a vegan option or preferably a good tasting vegetable option. Yes. And there is, there's so many options now. Yes. There's yes. so many options now. It's pretty awesome. Yes, it uh, is. Yes, it is. Yes. And, and pretty early on after making your transition, you actually completed your first marathon, right? Yeah, 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 which is, which is insane. And, and that's one thing, too, about the transition that, um, that I tell people is once I made the transition, there were things that I started doing that I had never considered in my life. You know, I never, I had never run a marathon, never cared about running, even though I was athletic, you know, played sports, did all of that. Um, you know, I never cared about running. But... As I got healthier, as my body felt better, I found myself wanting to challenge myself physically and even mentally more than I ever did before because I felt better. So like you said, I, heck, I want to say it was maybe a year or so after making that transition, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing some things I've never done before. And I said, I'm going to run a marathon. And the funny part was there was a marathon probably two months away. And I said, you know, I'm going to do that one. And so there were people who were like, Yo, you know, you know, it takes usually like five, six months, a year to prepare for a marathon. I said, nah, I feel good. I'm eating good. I'm working out good. You know, my life is great. You know, I'm going to run this thing now. And so sure enough, I trained for maybe three months max and ran my first marathon. And, 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 and definitely it was one of the hardest things that I've done, but I felt great. And more importantly, it said a lot about where I had come to physically and mentally especially considering the fact that, you know, I ran my first marathon at 45 years old. So, you know, what I tell people is you can get better. You can do so much more as you get older. We don't have to fall into, you know, that old way of thinking that, hey, you know, as I age, you know, things are going to move slower. I'm not going to have an opportunity to do these different things. Absolutely not. For me, I'm looking for more things to do that challenge me physically and mentally. So, so that was one of the biggest things, you know, and there's so many great things that came with the transition, but again, to the marathon, um, 
that was a huge accomplishment for me because like I said, I would have never thought I could do anything like that. But from the transition and how it changed me overall as an individual, it truly had me to the point where I was like, there is nothing in this world that I cannot accomplish. Yes. And you did it with training for two months. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, which is crazy. But like you yes. said, I did it. I did it. Wow. That's awesome. Yes. So, so what? So your family, I, I don't uh -huh. know if you're, is your family in your area? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, how yeah. Did your, how did, what were your friends and family saying as you were making that transition? Because, you know, it's not really in the culture right, for people right. to go vegan. Right. Well, you know, it's, um, it's interesting because... I'm, I've always been into health and, and kind of paid attention to things. And so I'll tell you what was funny was before I actually transitioned into uh, the vegan lifestyle, I want to say it was about a year, two years prior to that, uh, my mother and I were talking and, uh, and she and I were just sitting around chopping it up. And so I said, saying something about eating or whatnot. And I said, you know what, I, th I think at some point I probably will transition to being vegan. And so she was like, huh? I said, yeah, I said, you know, I just, I, you know, I just think that, you know, I, I don't know what it is, but something tells me at some point I'm going to want to make that transition. So I said it, didn't think much of it, kept doing what I was doing, you know, living the way I was living. And then whenever I actually did make the transition. And so, you know, a few years ago, I still had, you know, a few of my kids were, were still at home. And so, you know, they still were having to, you know, kind of eat some of the same foods. And so I remember when I told them that they were like, whoa. And I said, look, don't worry. I said, you know, and, and my wife at the time, I was like, hey, don't worry. I said, you know, hey, we're still going to, you know, I'll let you all do what you want to do and you can live the way you want to live. But this is the way that I'm going to do it. So, of course, you know, there was some jaws dropping and especially mm -hmm. my extended family and friends. They were all kind of like, whoa, you know, this is going to be interesting. But when they saw all of the benefits, when they saw the fact that once I gave up the animal products, I didn't have acid reflux anymore. I didn't have heartburn anymore. I didn't have uh, any upper respiratory issues anymore. I didn't deal with high blood pressure anymore. Once they saw all of those things and the fact that I was losing weight and they could see that I was, you know, I looked more vibrant, that my energy levels were even greater. Whenever they saw all that, it went from what is he doing to how can I be down? And so that's when it was like, yo, hey, teach me. And so, you know, that's probably one of the biggest things for me out of all of this are seeing the number of family and friends of mine that have transitioned into being vegan. That's one of the biggest things that really hits home for me is I've had at least six or seven friends and their entire families that have transitioned to a vegan lifestyle. And then my oldest son and a couple of my younger kids too are doing more in terms of eating vegan meals. So so for me, seeing the people that I care about and love the most, um, you know, take this serious and truly take um, take control of their health. Um, that's one of the uh, one of the biggest things and always one of the happier moments for me is seeing them do that. I love that. That is beyond awesome when you yes. can be an example and have other people be so inspired that they actually make that change and then they in turn inspire other people and Absolutely. now you have families like vegan families yes up. there you go there, and then it was it's awesome too because you know i have nieces and nephews where you know when they come over and we have you know family reunions or get togethers having them come through and and they'll try all the vegan food and seeing them do new things and their friends try new things i love it you know so like you said for me um seeing you know all of my family and friends you know explore uh, healthier options, you know, always, always warms the heart. Yes. Definitely. So tell me, how how was going vegan different than what you initially expected or how you initially imagined that things would turn out? Um, I'd say, number one, um, I had no idea that it would change me, the person internally, that it did. You know, for me, and I'd say that's probably... Um, no, not probably. That is the biggest accomplishment out of all of it. And, and, and I tell people, you know, the weight loss, the health, you know, all of that has been great. But for me, the biggest thing that I kind of attach myself to is the fact that I've become that much more of a compassionate individual um, since I made the transition. I had no idea um, that any of that would happen. You know, whenever I first started off with the vegan thing, I told people up front, I was like, hey, look, 
you know, I'm doing the plant-based lifestyle. You know, the animals aren't that big of a deal to me. It's more about me and my health, and that's all I care about, and that's what it is. And so that's how I started. But as I went further into the journey, um, met more people, and I think really kind of cleansed myself from um, the way that I was taught as far as food and whatnot goes and truly understood it, um, I found myself relating to all life that much better. And so, you know, looking at animals and valuing, you know, their lives, looking at the way that we treat, um, you know, other individuals, other humans, um, other life, the way that we treat, you know, wildlife and nature and the way that we connect with it. Um, I didn't know that any of that was going to ascend the way that it did. And so for me, um, being a more compassionate individual, being a more loving individual, uh, being a more understanding individual, all of this through changing my eating habits um, was the biggest thing that I had no idea that I would experience. But but again, it's made me such a better um, person, you know, whether it's a better father, whether it's a better, you know, lover, friend, you know, whatever it is, it's made me so much better in so many more areas. Um that, you know, I, I couldn't express my gratitude enough. And so that's the one thing that I do tell people when they ask me, you know, what's took, taking place that has caught you off guard or surprised you. Um, it's who I am internally. It's the way that I love and express love and compassion um, for all life. And so so for me, um, you know, that's one of the bigger things that I'm definitely proud of as far as, you know, who this has made me uh, inside and out. Yes, yes. I love that. I love yeah. it. So, so tell me what, like, what inspired? How did you come up with the idea for Plant Based G Dot Life? Um, it's funny because um, you know I used to never, you know, when my kids were younger, they were fooling around with social media and whatnot. I used to always be like, eh, you know, I'm not playing with that. I'm too old. And so, over time, um, you know, I kept kind of fooling with it. Then I saw how. You're able to connect with people. And besides some of the craziness that I would see uh, from my teenagers early on, I was like, you know, there's actually some good that I can do with this. So that's when I started, you know, posting more about, you know, my transition um, as far as lifestyle goes. And, and, and then I remember talking to a good friend of mine. And um, it was funny because she kind of came up with the name and we we're talking about the vegan thing. And she said, yeah, I like how you talk about this food and all that. You know, you're the plant based G. And I said, you know what? I like, she was like, yo, I like that too. She said, plant-based G, that's what you are. And so anyways, ever since then, you know, we just kind of rolled with it. And so that's when I said, you know what? This is going to kind of be, you know, what I'm going to be representative of in terms of everything that I can offer from uh, from a health and information and, 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 and food and lifestyle standpoint. So sure enough, created the uh, plant-based G platform. I uh, got the plant-based G life website. And, and from there, just kind of started to grow from there. And that's when I kind of took the whole, you know, cooking, you know, up a few notches. And, and I already did a lot of traveling to restaurants and making sure I highlighted some of the best vegan food that you could find um, literally all over. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of how how it started from there. And so, um, so yeah, it's kind of just, you know, taking legs of its own and continue to grow. So, so yeah, it's been, um, it's been incredible, you know, especially looking at just the early stages because we have, you know, plans for, for, for additional things that we're looking to do everything from, you know, food truck to restaurant to, to food products and whatnot. So, so, um, so yeah, so it's, it's exciting and it, and it's, and it's still, you know, for me kind of in its uh, early stages and, you know, I'm just looking forward to, to hopefully attracting as many people as I possibly can to, um, to living and, and eating as, as healthy as they possibly can. And you're, you're, Food photos. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're so amazing. Yeah. They have me drooling. I appreciate that. <laughs> and now you have the Quarantine 15 cookbook. Yeah. Cause tell me about how, how did you come up? I know how you came up with the idea. But right, right, right. Tell us about that book, sure. how people can get their hands on it and what to expect from it. Absolutely. Um, well, it's funny, right quick. You know, I came up with it, obviously, as you know. Um, you know, whenever quarantine hit at the beginning of, of this year, back in March, you know, found myself with a little bit of, extra time and people have been wanting me to write a cookbook for a while. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. And so it was funny because I said, yeah, I'm going to come up with the quarantine 15 because I was like, rather than, you know, and, and it's funny because I was thinking about, okay, people are going to be at home. I was thinking about kind of that 
that freshman 15 that people gain yes. whenever they first go off to college <laughs> and all that. So I said, mm -hmm. you know what? We're switching that up over here. We got the quarantine 15. But what we're going to do is we're going to have 15 incredible healthy recipes that you can enjoy while you're at home more with your family now during quarantine time. So anyway, so I put together some of my favorite uh, vegan recipes that include everything from I got a spicy vegan ramen that's incredible. My spicy uh, cauliflower chicken sandwich is definitely one of the best. I've got a um, pizza quesadilla that's probably, you know, as far as my kids go, definitely uh, one of their favorite items. I got strawberry shortcake in there. For anyone who doesn't think that, you know, vegans don't eat good, yo, mm -hmm. we eat strawberry <laughs> shortcake. You know what I mean? I got cookies in there. I got my mom's world famous blueberry cobbler in there. So when I tell you, Everything that's comfort, that makes you feel good, and it's going to be a healthier option for you, I got in the cookbook. So anyways, yeah, the Quarantine 15, 15 plus one incredible recipes, and you can actually get the Quarantine 15 on my website, which is quarantine, the number one five dot life. That's quarantine 15 dot life recipes, all type of goods up in it. And also I'll drop this little nugget too. I'm in the process of finishing up my second cookbook, which is going to be 100% mushrooms. People have been going crazy over a lot of the mushroom recipes and picks and whatnot that I've been putting out there. And people have been beating me over the head asking, where's the recipes? Where? So I said, you know what? I'm going to sit down, put my brain to it. So I've actually got a, a mushroom recipe cookbook that's coming out a little bit later this year. So I know a lot of people will be excited about that. This is going to be a little bit more in depth. But, um, but yeah, but I love, you know, giving people um, a blueprint as to how they can enjoy good, incredible food that's going to be healthier for you. Yes, I love that idea. The yeah, mushroom yeah. cookbook, I am there. I oh, am there. Yo. I'll be looking for that. <laughs> yeah, tr trust me, trust me. When I tell you, it's got some, th I, I got some, I got some bomb recipes in that thing. When I say bomb, I'm talking about the kind that will make you look at what you're eating and say, is this really a mushroom? I'm like, yeah, right. this is a mushroom. So yes, yes. it's going to be incredible. Yes. Yes. I love that. And I think I will buy a copy from my sister who hates mushrooms and I don't understand why. <laughs> yes, please do. Please, because here's the thing. I hated mushrooms as a kid. When I tell you, even as an adult, I never would eat. Um, I told people, don't even put them on my plate. You're going to make me mad. Do not <laughs> put mushrooms on my plate. That was the way that I was. But whenever I opened up my eating habits and really started to go down this vegan journey, that's when I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and truly explore everything that there is to offer. And so I started doing some digging into mushrooms, found some different ways to prepare them. And ever since then, I mean, the rest is history. And so I just love cooking and coming up with new ways, not only with mushrooms, but other veggies too. But mushrooms, though, those are, are the one thing that for people who love that, um, the texture that you get with, uh, with meat products or animal-based products, mushrooms have a lot of those same qualities, but they're healthier for you without the harm that we do to animals. So with that, that's why I said I got to put a mushroom joint out there so people can enjoy how good mushrooms truly are. Yes. And like mushrooms, when you think about like plant-based substitutes, I, I think mushrooms, things like um, jackfruit. Uh, yes. What else? Have you ever, else? Have you ever had banana blossom? I have once. I have. And I was really surprised. I hadn't heard yes. of it before. But yes, it's amazing what you can oh, do so with so a vegetable. Yes. Yes, yes it is. Yes. And, and in addition to that, um, you know, what I tell people is, and, and I'm sure you know this, when you think about food and, and, and that plate of food that's in front of you, it's much more exciting to have a colorful, vibrant plate of different options that you can consume. And vegetables do that. And so what I tell people all the time is I'm like, most of us feel better when we come into environments that are colorful, that are lively, that have all of this energy. You can get that same thing on your plate. That exact same thing that you feel when you walk into a room or when you're outside and the sun is shining and you've got flowers and so many different things around you that make you feel good inside, you can do that exact same thing by what you put on your plate. Yes. And, and one of the other things I love that you said was 
you chose you choose to eat life absolutely life as opposed to death and it makes a big difference right absolutely and think about think about this right quick you know i brought this up to a good buddy of mine i said i said let's analyze this if we can for a spit second so i said you know a couple of things i look at that are celebratory for life especially are birthday parties and weddings things of that nature those are things where we're truly celebrating life and everything that life has to offer you know cookouts all of those things, you know, those are all in celebration of life and what life gives us. I said, now, isn't it amazing that for those events that we celebrate life, in most of those instances, we incorporate death with the foods that we're eating? I said, so think about this. We're celebrating life on one hand, yet we're introducing death to a celebratory experience. I said, that makes no sense to me. So I said, so if we're truly trying to enjoy life, let's inject more life into that situation. And it starts first and foremost with the foods that we're putting on our plates. Perfectly stated. Perfectly right? yes. stated. Absolutely. Okay. So we have, let's say we have some people that have made the decision to start a plant-based lifestyle. What advice do you have for them to go um, for it and to succeed? Absolutely. First and foremost, um, for anyone who's new to to this particular journey, don't be scared. Don't be nervous. I was anxious in the beginning. Nothing to be afraid of. That's first and foremost. You know, bring down all of your reservations, all of your concerns. First and foremost, set all that aside. Secondly, I would say take the time to research and truly understand what the lifestyle is about. And what I'm saying by that is truly understand what food options are out there for you. Truly understand what alternatives you can actually find. Spend a little time on the internet. It's easy now. Where you can mm -hmm. literally type in vegan options and you will have a ton of things that will pop up. And if nothing else, just to kind of educate you on, oh, okay, here are some of the things that I can eat. And what some people don't realize is you'll be surprised. There may have been meals you were eating before that were vegan. You just didn't know it because it wasn't called a vegan meal. So that's the first thing that I tell people is truly understand what it is that you're getting into and then understand the food. Secondly, I would say go out to eat. Find you a couple of vegan restaurants and try different vegan foods. Absolutely get out and do that because what that's going to do is one, introduce you to what vegan options there are out there. But then two, it'll kind of open you up to things that you can possibly prepare at home for yourself. So spend time going out to eat trying a variety of different options. And then three, and this is the most important thing, cook. You got to cook. And what I tell people is, you know, one of the big things for me, and I've always cooked, but whenever I transitioned to being vegan, and I was cooking even more so because I truly wanted to have that control over my health, the connection that I began to have with my food became that much greater because I was cooking more of my food. And with that, I began to understand that that connection to my food, that connection with life, and I felt that much better from it. So don't be scared to cook. For all of my fellas who may be tapped in listening, yo, get in the kitchen. I don't want to hear nothing about, I don't cook, I ain't never cook. Yes, you can. You absolutely mm -hmm. can. There are tons of things that we can cook that are easy, that don't take a lot of time, but do not be scared to get in the kitchen and cook. For anyone who's not a chef necessarily, hey, look, I wasn't a chef either, but I wanted to be the best cook that I possibly could be for me, for my family, for my friends, for anyone who was interested in eating the food that I'm preparing. So I have fun in the kitchen. I actually get in the kitchen. I tell people I treat it as if I'm an artist with a blank slate and someone handed me a big old thing of paint and I'm about to make an incredible masterpiece. That's the way that I am every time I go into the kitchen. So I have fun trying new things, putting things together, you know, cooking my own recipes or trying other recipes, but truly look at this experience as an enjoyable experience versus I think the way society and a lot of people look at it is more of a punishment. This is absolutely not a punishment. This is the level up. If you're truly trying to level up, you need to look at what you're putting in your body first and foremost. So look at it from an excitement standpoint, from an opportunistic standpoint, versus a punishment. Once your mindset is set on the way you should approach it, 
guaranteed not only will you be successful, you'll flourish and you'll truly see the best version of you you've ever experienced. Yes, yes, yes. And and I would say if anybody needs some inspiration, they should definitely look at your Instagram page. You can't help but to be inspired. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Now, speaking of being inspired, what keeps you inspired? I mean, you're 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 not just uh, an awesome cook that would artistic dinners and, and meals, but you, you're in the gym, you're working out, you're, you've got the physique, like you're really representing. What keeps you inspired to do all these things? Um, you know, there, there's, there's a few things. Uh, first and foremost, you know, I try to be as, as gracious and as thankful as I possibly can just in terms of how I approach life. So, so for me, just being thankful for the opportunity to live and experience everything that I experience, um, that's a big motivator for me in terms of continuing to treat my body, uh, treat my mind as good as I possibly can. So, so one way that I can show appreciation is by, 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 by how I live and how I treat myself. So, so that's a motivating factor for me. But then also, you know, speaking to people like yourself and others that I'll run into and people that will reach out to me and message me and ask me questions and, and talk about how, you know, looking at some of the things that I've done, how that's inspired them. Um, all of that is, is, is big for me, too, in terms of, you know, inspiring me to, to, to not only continue what I'm doing, but to elevate what it is that I'm doing and try to impact even more people, um, not only locally, but even from a global standpoint. You know, truly looking at, you know, how I can change the world, you know, just from one person's perspective. So, so for me, you know, I'm motivated to, to have the biggest and the most positive impact on the most people that I possibly can. Because again, um, I think one of the greatest gifts in life is being able to show people, you know, how they can elevate their lives too. And so, you know, anything that I can do um, to make people enjoy, you know, this experience, um, I'm, I'm more than happy to do so. And as I said, um, by living this lifestyle, I'm able to do it um, day in, day out. Mm-hmm. Would you have any like inspirational resources that you would share to somebody that's getting started? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, what I would tell people, um, obviously, um, you know, uh, you know, there are a number of documentaries that I think you can watch that'll give you a lot of information to help you out. One of them is obviously What the Health. Um, another one is um, Dominion. Um, that's powerful. Um, what I would tell you to watch too is Earthlings. Um, Earthlings is a, it was one of those powerful documentaries and I actually was able to meet and, and chop it up with the, um, with the creator and director of it. And he told me ahead of time, he said, Hey, when you watch this, just, just, just know, um, this is going to tug at you a little bit from an emotional standpoint. And so, um, watching that, it was hard for me to get through the first five to 10 minutes of it, you know, just from mm -hmm. an emotional standpoint, just really just tapping into, you know, what this life is and, and how we should treat not only ourselves, but other humans and other animals. And, and as I watched that, um, it just made me want to love and appreciate and be more, compa more compassionate um, that much more so. So like I said, um, you know, those documentaries and then, you know, what I would tell people to do too is there are so many um, influential, you know, good-minded, great-hearted um, vegans, you know, out there in the social media world too. Well, I would say there are a ton of people you can follow from uh, Badass Vegan um, uh, to John Adams to, um, heck, uh, uh, Charlie Fife. I mean, there's so many people that, that I follow, Rich Roll um, on Instagram and on social media who have been so impactful and, um, and have given me so much um, information that I'm able to use. So what I tell people is definitely be a part of the uh, social media experience. And there are a ton of incredible vegans that you can follow that not only will bring you into their experiences, but will also educate you and show you ways that you can live uh, your vegan journey to the best ability possible. Yes, I love that tip. Um, I think community is really important to keep yes. you going. Yes. And if you don't have community in your area, there's that virtual community that can give people a boost too. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yes, absolutely. So how can people connect with you and learn more about everything you're doing? Yes, definitely. Um, what you can do, and I'd say best thing to connect with me, um, I probably do more uh, more stuff on Instagram 
than anything else. So first thing I would say is you can follow me on Instagram at plantbasedg.life. I'm also on Facebook at plantbasedg.life. But on Instagram, um, if you ever have any questions, if you ever have any uh, concerns, if you ever hit a road bump or a hump as far as your journey goes, feel free to message me on Instagram and and I'm open to questions in any way that I can help people out as best possible. So like I said, um, you know, my goal is to positively impact and change as many lives as possible. So definitely, if you're on social media, reach out to me on Instagram. Hit me up with your questions, your concerns, um, anything that you're trying out new as a vegan. If you want to run it by someone, uh, reach out to me and I'm more than happy to help. Because again, as you mentioned it's all about community. It's all about the collective truly helping each and everyone out um, as a whole. And that's what's going to make us better um, overall as a group. Yes. Yeah. And is there anything else we haven't talked about that you would like to add? Um, basically, you know, what I like to tell people is, you know, again, this is the best thing that I've ever done for myself, hands down. I'm a better person as far as my mental approach to life, as far as my health goes, as far as everything that I do. Um, my spirit has been elevated because I'm feeding myself life every time I'm putting food inside of my body. That truly has changed who I am as an individual. And I share this because I want every person who hears this, every person that I come in contact with, to be able to share this exact same high-level experience. You deserve it. You deserve the best. And by deserving the best, you have to give yourself the absolute best. Never think that you have to settle for anything, especially when it comes to the foods that we eat. So I encourage everyone, give yourself the true best. You deserve the absolute best. So do that first and foremost by the foods that you eat. Veggies and fruit always are going to be your best option. So, and, and I have to make sure I include that because trust me, people will say, hey, what about the process items that you got on the vegan side? And, and, and I'm like, yes, there are a lot of processed uh, vegan options that are out there for you. And, and, and it's a good bridge for those who are making the, um, the immediate transition. But ultimately, what we want to do, as you mentioned earlier, too, is feed our bodies life. Feed our bodies those things that are truly grown from the ground. And by that, I'm referring to our fruits and our veggies, all of those things that we know really invigorate us with life. So I leave everyone with that. Definitely eat as many fruits and veggies as you possibly can. If you ever want to ask any questions or tap off into how to make this lifestyle that much better, definitely feel free to reach out to me on plantbasedg.life on Instagram or plantbasedg.life on Facebook. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. I have absolutely enjoyed talking to you Thank and you. learning more about everything and your transition. It's been awesome. Thank you again for sharing with us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks again, Marlon, for catching up with us and sharing your story. Everyone, make sure you check out his Quarantine 15 cookbook and look out for some awesome things he has cooking up for us in the future. As fall begins, pumpkins start popping up everywhere as seasonal decor and pumpkin patches and harvest festivals. In today's Pantry Makeover segment, we want to encourage you to enjoy not just the beautiful scenery, but all the nutritional benefits of pumpkins. We also have some ideas on how to include this vibrant winter squash in your daily meal rotation. Pumpkins are rich in carotenoids, which can be converted to vitamin A. Vitamin A is important for keeping your skin and eyes healthy. Pumpkins are also a good source of fiber, which can help you feel full and keep you regular. And if you're looking to boost your immune system, you can get that boost with the vitamin C that pumpkin contains. Pumpkin is also a great source of potassium and antioxidants. So what can you do with pumpkin? Start your day by adding pumpkin puree to smoothies or make pumpkin oatmeal or pumpkin pancakes. You can also make pumpkin muffins or breads. For lunch or dinner, you can use pumpkin in soups or stews or create a zesty pumpkin sauce to eat with pasta. Or keep things simple and eat it roasted or baked as a main or side dish. And you've probably had sweet potato fries, right? But have you ever tried making pumpkin fries? 
and finish your meal off with a healthy pumpkin dessert. Pumpkin ice cream, a pumpkin pie, bars, cakes, or cookies. You can't forget about pumpkin seeds. We love them roasted or raw in salads, eaten alone, or with dried fruit as a snack. It also adds a nice flavor and nutritional boost to muffins. Did you know that pumpkin seeds are full of magnesium? Just half a cup of toasted pumpkin seeds has 92% of your daily value of magnesium. These small seeds that we often throw away are a strong source of amino acids, iron, and zinc. So what happens to all those pumpkins that are used as decor? Did you know that pumpkins can be a huge source of waste during the fall season? Pumpkins typically end up in landfills where they just break down, slowly releasing greenhouse gas emissions. If you have a pumpkin that you're not able to eat for some reason, please think twice before you toss it in the trash. Instead, here's some things you can do with pumpkins. Repurpose it as a planter or a bird feeder. Just look online. There are many activities you can do with children. Pumpkins can be donated to local farmers or even try calling up your nearby animal sanctuaries to see if they could use the pumpkins for feed. Another thing you can do is compost it. If you don't have a compost bin, look up places in your community that are accepting them. They can compost it for you. Another thing to do is toss it in your backyard or bury it in your backyard. We were given some pumpkins last year that we let the girls play with, and eventually we just tossed them in the backyard. This became a great science experiment for the girls because the seeds started to sprout and grow. Eventually, we had a lush patch of pumpkin leaves and flowers. And the cool thing about this is that you can actually eat the flowers and the leaves. Now, the leaves take some preparation to eat because of the spines, but all it takes is a quick search online to learn that process. Now, if you do throw the pumpkins in the backyard and you actually are looking to plant other plants, just be aware that pumpkin plants pull a lot of nutrients from the soil. But at the same time, they actually pull pollutants from the soil also. So just make sure you choose an appropriate location. And when they're done growing, just add some more nutrients to the soil in that area. Also, you can throw some cover crop seeds like greens, peas, or buckwheat to get that area back rich in nutrients. Do you have a question or an idea for a future segment? We want to hear from you. Just send us your question through the contact us link on plantschangemylife.com. We love spreading the word about the benefits of a healthy, whole food, plant-based diet and want to invite you to join us in the movement. So make today the day you grab a Plants Change My Life t-shirt for yourself or someone you love. Check out our new colors and styles. Just visit plantschangemylife.com and click on merch. Your purchase helps us carry out our mission. You can also help by sharing the podcast with others, leaving feedback, and subscribing to the show wherever you listen. We truly appreciate your support. Thank you for listening into the Plants Change My Life podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please follow us at Plants Change My Life on Instagram and Facebook. And head on over to plantschangemylife.com for additional information about the show and the resources mentioned. If you or someone you know has a story to share, please get in touch with us at stories at plantschangemylife.com. Respect and always remember when you eat good, you reap good. Peace. <laughs>